0: this computer fantastic okay welcome everyone naturally healthy club oh where are my notes now come on Jules get together um okay calls, beautiful yes week 11 and so theme for this week is we are naturally healthy and we're going to focus on coaching this week Uh, so before we get started so just like I want you to think about like something that you need help with right now. So wherever you are in your journey, to becoming this naturally healthy person, I want you to just like, so just to pause, take a bit of a breath and think about what's the thing that you need, like one thing that you really need help with right now. And just, you can make a note of it. Or if you want to like, if you want to type in the chat and share, like, what's the one thing that you're struggling with the most right now, that would be great. Um, but just know and we're going to set the intention that like everyone's going to get exactly what we need today and we don't need to know how that's true. <laughs> so, so just trust that you will get what you need and we'll, um, we're going to have a great session. Okay, so and just a reminder to like ask questions and comments as we go, in the chat as we go. So plan for today, we've got some news and then we're going to revisit our Naturally Healthy Club manifesto I forgot, got to get off my notice board, which is just over there. But anyway, um, I've got the note, got it written down here, but I have it um, posted. Awesome. Caitlin said she, she needs to get a bit more on TEA, particularly the slowing down the T and E to the A. Yes, Caitlin, I actually, yes, we will definitely make sure we do that um okay so yeah plan news manifesto but then we're all going to do an exercise together so if you don't have something to write with like a notebook or if you like to write on your computer that's fine but i think a notebook's more probably more helpful with this sort of work um so we're going to do a a written exercise then we'll talk about homework and our process and we're going to jump into coaching so and we'll finish off i've got a resource to share with you guys around acceptance So. Yeah. So news is uh, I posted a new resource in circle um, around frozen veg this week. So that's there under the resource section. So if you're ever feeling inspired about um, using frozen vegetables, which I am so inspired about, like they might make life really easy. That's in circle for you guys. I was doing it for the joyful cooking people. So I thought it might be helpful for you guys as well. Um, Then. The other, and I also have recorded this week, but I haven't posted it yet. I just did a little video on meal planning and like how, like my meal planning habit and how I approach that. So that is coming as well. Uh, other news, time change. So everyone, um, so next week is for London only and Europeans. And then the week after that, there's going to be time changes for everyone. because so, we're actually moving the Sydney call time this this 11 a.m call is going to move to 10 a.m sydney time which means that even though which means it's it changes for every everyone i think there, there are changes for everyone it does my head in to think about it i've written it down it's in the email check the email also check this call schedule it's correct whatever i said on the call schedule is correct <laughs> um it's really it's so hard to think through that through notes it should i should be able to um, and the other thing, other news is I have created a new section on Circle called "We Love Failing." So I want you to think like if you if you notice something and did have a massive fail or a little fail or you're micro quitting in some way, just sort of create a little separate space so that you know you can you can post in there and that we can, can coach on it and find the lesson. And also just to have that shared experience. Because I, I think it's great to have, we've got the tiny wins going and I want to see more of those. Like I think they're really they're really great. But also like when we have those little fails as well, then just taking a little bit of time to acknowledge them and celebrate them in, in a little, in a small way, I think is, it can be really helpful as well. And it, particularly for the, like, what are we going to do differently next time? Um, so that's yeah a new section in circle so you can post in there Um, and it's interesting because I did say I was not recording the 6 a.m coaching only call um, but I we actually on the calls that I decided to this morning to record it so Caitlin I did answer your post in the group from the group on um, so there's some coaching there for you and I shared um, so I will be posting those recordings. But what I thought I would do, because we're always learning and growing, is if anyone comes to that call and like, if you, don't, if you don't want it to be recorded, you can just type in the chat and let me know, can you pause the recording? Because I can pause it really easily. Um, it's no drama at all. So I thought we could, we'll just set it up that way. Because a couple of people had mentioned to me how much they get out of listening to the, the coaching only calls. So I, I thought we'd do that. And the other news that I was thinking about is I'm kind of missing the Monday night call. Um, So maybe we might just experiment with doing that once a month for the people that um, and just to to add in an extra option for people to turn up for coaching. So we'll do the first Monday of the month, we'll have a Monday night call. So that will be um, the first week of April. We'll do a Monday night call as well for coaching only. Um, And again, that will be be recorded but if you do want to pause like if you do want the recording to not be recorded if that's going to make it easier for you to open up you can just message put a message in the chat to say hey Jules do you want to pause for me or um, or just say when you get on like can we just pause and that'll be easy so we can manage it that way Um, and that we get then we kind of get the best of both worlds so there we go that was news Um, okay so now let's talk about remember our manifesto. So I'm going to post this in the group and because the thing is like we're in week 11 and whenever we're making changes and we're on a bit of a journey with something like it's normal to have like ebbs and flows um let me go there's our manifesto um it's normal to have ebbs and flows in your engagement and Like, so we don't want to make ourselves wrong if we're feeling like, oh, I haven't been doing, I haven't been as checked in, I haven't been as engaged as I was in the beginning. Like, that's completely normal. Um, So, but it's also like, you know, something that we can address too, because whenever we're making changes, this messy middle part is generally when we can give up. And what we want to remember is that. The only way we really fail is if we quit and just and give up and decide we're not going to change. But the other, like everything else that we do, it's just part of the process. So if you are com- committed to becoming a naturally healthy person and you've made that decision for yourself, then that's okay. Like you, there's going to be times where you feel like quitting and that's okay. It's like we just want to be careful about what we make it mean. And when we're in this, like when you're in the river of misery, the most helpful thing to do is rather than like, you know, despairing that you're not getting there fast enough. It's just to hold that vision of where it is that you want to get to and not think about the time, but just, just it's called like my coach talks about it. as like embodying this naturally healthy person, like embodying the person that you want to become. So, um, um, yeah, like big, like, and, and the way we, when I say embody, like it's just connecting with that, and just having a vision of who it is that you're becoming, and really spending more and more time, like a, as much time as you can, thinking about that person and, um, and imagining that person, so that you're actually like bringing that person to life, because that's exactly what we're doing when we're making any change. Um, and the, this there's a um, quote from Brian Tracy, um. And he says, you become what you think about most of the time. So if we're thinking about how we're not, we're not succeeding, it's not happening fast enough and we're not making progress and all the like what we're failing at and what we're not doing about, like we just create more of us being unsuccessful. Whereas if you like, and so he says the difference between unsuccessful people and successful people is unsuccessful people spend all this time thinking about how they're unsuccessful. Whereas successful people, they may be failing, but they're thinking about who they're becoming. So they're like, they're not dwelling, they're not spending a lot of time. Yes, they're they're learning from that, they're acknowledging where they're at, but they're not ignoring where they're at or pretending that they're not there, but, but they're spending more time imagining and thinking about the future and who they're becoming and that's how why successful people become successful is because they they spend more time in that headspace of who am i becoming and less in the headspace of who am i not being in the moment who i'm like being disappointed with themselves and and beating themselves up and in that that like misery like of it's, it's not happening fast enough and so I just thought it'd be really helpful today. We're going to do an exercise to connect with our, our naturally p- healthy, healthy self. Um, and also we're going to just I thought I'd re- go through our manifesto again, as a reminder of like, what is it like that? And this is when I, it's our manifesto. It's my vision of like how I feel as a naturally healthy person and where I would like to get you guys to being, but of course you need to take this and, um, and, and tweak it so that it, it's, it feels right for you so there'll be some parts of this that you might want to leave some parts that you want to amplify like whatever feels good for you but yeah like your own personal naturally healthy person we want to get more clear on what he or she is like Um, and I actually this board like you become what you think about most of the time I use this on myself I'll give you a bit of a behind the scenes self-coaching that I did so like so with with my um, new cooking program like Joyful Cooking so I'd set a goal for for that and then I was in the doing the launch for it and like wasn't meeting my targets and I was nowhere near my goal and I was like it was a week to go and I was spending and I just caught I I I don't know why I did I read this Brian Tracy book and decided to listen to it again randomly and this thought you become what you think about most of the time was in that book and I was like right here I am thinking about how I'm failing at this and blah 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 and this is me blah 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 like my old story of like Jules not good at sales and I was like right well I'm thinking about that most of the time and this isn't this isn't heading where I want it to go what happens if I change how I think and so I just consciously I've got it written up here like consciously spent some time thinking about what I wanted joyful cooking to be and um, yeah and like spent some time like thinking about like me, like teaching this class and how it was going to change people's lives and how good it was going to be. And I started spending more, more, more and more time in, on those thoughts and less and less time on my failure thoughts. And I ended up like exceeding my goal and it was crazy. Like all these people applied in the last minute and um, yeah, we're having heaps of fun in the class. So I just wanted to share that story with you because this really does, does work um that like when you redirect your brain like it's kind of weird how quickly results can change when you change your thoughts and um yeah so i'm excited for all of you to like really get this that it's like the thoughts that we're thinking in the moment that really make a difference and the more we can think the thoughts of a naturally healthy person the sooner we get to being that naturally healthy person okay so our manifesto is um Lisa's saying, Joyful cooking so sauce. And yay, yeah, Lisa's in in my other program as well. So I'm glad you're finding that helpful. Yeah, I was like, it was like, and it was like when I was thinking, it stuck in my own brain and in my own world of misery, like I wasn't helping anyone. <laughs> I was like, this is not good. So yeah, like, but I could change that, which is really fun to, to see that and have that experience. And now that I've done that, I can do it again like it's a really cool thing and i can help you guys do it again when you're when you're in, like struggling with the scale and the, the results that you're not seeing the results on the scale like less time thinking about what's not working less time thinking about how you're never going to get there and how far you are from your goal and more time thinking about what can i do today to to be that naturally healthy person what choices can i make today in this moment to to be become that naturally healthy person like the, it's mad. It'll happen so much, so much faster. I was actually coaching Jane this morning, and she was like saying that, um, you know, it can be like if the weight scale goes up, then it can take a really long time to go down. And it have, she's got this, her experience and her belief is that it that it, it's slow and that it takes a lot of time, and that it's not easy. And so, yeah, afterwards was coaching, Jane, we got to, we uncovered some good stuff, but I was actually just thinking like, how can we help Jane, like find a new story and find a new way for it to be easy. So, so this is it. It's really like, let's just like focus on who, who are naturally healthy selves are. So first is like, first thing in our manifesto, Besto is that we maximize the pleasure of food. So, um, and actually Julie had posted in the group, I'm going to sh- share with everyone um, her, her celebration, because this is really, was really great. My enough mojo. So she said a week ago, I lost misplaced my enough mojo. Um, a bit of investigation revealed I was getting fixated on reaching a particular weight. It was like I was carrying around a set of logarithmic tables in my head and constantly running trend graphs. Um, and she'd post a little graph emoji. Um, I wasn't thinking about enjoying my food. So, she, so they're like, you know, great that Julie recognized what was going on, that she was getting attached to the number and getting attached to how quickly she was going to be achieving her next goal because she's already achieved one goal. And, and, and then, of course, like when she was in that headspace, she wasn't paying attention to enough and she wasn't enjoying her food. Um, and the scale was, was, was responding. So she said like stopping to relax and fully appreciate where I am now has made all the difference in the world I'm back to enjoying my food again. And my enough mojo is back. So Julie's back now focused on like making decisions of being like appreciating where she's at and being naturally healthy Julie. And like, yeah, like her enough mojo is back as scales moving again. So Just, um, I was so happy to read that from Julie. So I wanted to to share that with you. But yeah, the the importance of enjoying food, like the importance of letting yourself prioritise pleasure um, is so so key to being a naturally healthy person is that you deserve to enjoy your food. Um, Second is we are naturally healthy. Third is we stay at our ideal weight with ease. Um, We reach and stay at our ideal weight with ease. Um, and that with ease part is so key to it it's that it's not a struggle it's not we're doing superhuman restrictive crazy things to to get there it's just happening like we're just listening to our bodies we're paying attention to what we're eating we're enjoying what we're eating Um, you know and it it, it is it can happen with ease and it will happen with ease we stop when we've had enough so that's our, our one of our big skills that we're learning together We plan and enjoy proper meals. So, if you think about like a natural, your naturally healthy future self, like they, you know, I definitely plan my meals. I enjoy my meals. I go out for amazing restaurant, um, restaurant experiences. I listen to my body. I step when I've had enough. Like it's like so imbalanced. It's it's so good. Like I don't feel like I'm missing out on any pleasure ever. Um, I enjoy my meal so much, but and by the same token, like a naturally healthy person isn't like snacking in front of the TV or um, you know just at the movies getting you know massive pack, pack, buckets of popcorn. Like the naturally healthy person is like, hey, when I'm eating, I'm eating, and when I'm when I'm not eating, when I'm doing other stuff, I'm doing other stuff. Like, and you really prioritize that time. Um, we manage our self talk. So, uh, Caitlin, the 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 TEA, super important. So, uh, yeah, like that's a key part of this is that we recognize the voices in our head. And there was actually um, another post from nicole in the group and she did a blow by blow in under celebrations of her actual thoughts that she had and i shared that in the um coaching only call this morning so i'll I'll post that replay but it's also in the celebrations that you can go and read like and it's a really great example because she actually walks you through the exact thoughts that she was having and it's kind of like there's these two competing voices and this is exactly what happens in all our heads Um, So yeah, Nicole did an excellent job of managing her self-talk and she, she is an excellent example of that. We trust our internal nutrition compass. So again, this is tuning into our bodies and letting our bodies help us guide us to what we, the types of food that we eat and how much we eat. And rather than like following someone else's list of foods to avoid or whatever, we prioritize protein, important for feeling satisfied. Um, we weigh ourselves every day, and we and we track our progress in other ways. Uh, we handle our emotions without food. We love failing and learning. We trust ourselves, and we don't talk about naturally healthy clubs. So, which Mel, I know you're <laughs> you're you're a fan of not talking about it, but that's also my joke. So, yes, so that is becoming a naturally healthy person. So now let's jump into our exercise, and then we can um, quickly talk on touch on. Um, the process and then we'll jump go to coaching so everyone grab your pen and paper i've got my notebook here i'm going to be doing this as well i'm going to sit down um, so that what you, i want you to do is like look right at the top of the page like who is naturally healthy insert your, your name here so who is naturally healthy Jules? i'll be writing and i want to, we're just going to spend like five minutes and just think about who is this naturally healthy person that you're coming you're becoming and when you like if you were her or her him like what would you be noticing and be as like specific as possible so think about like when you sit down to eat like what would you be noticing when you weigh yourself in the morning what would you well, would you be weighing yourself in the morning and like what would you be noticing then um, yeah when you're on holidays what would you be noticing when you're going out for dinner what would you be noticing when it's monday morning like get as specific as possible as you can to really bring this to life um so you we want to really connect with who this person is so the more detail you can put in it the better so it's 11 21 now so we're going to do five five minutes of of writing so does anyone before we start does anyone have any questions on that are we all clear on what we're what we're doing you're all good Pam's good Pam's nodding John good yeah everyone okay Cynthia we're good okay cool let's
1: write cool.
2: um mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Okay I've just posted the question in the chat again as well so it's who is naturally healthy insert your name here and then yeah you know, what would what would I be noticing and the more detail the better
2: this is fun for me <laughs>
3: Oh, okay.
0: So how's everyone going? Does anyone want to share what they've um what they've written? You don't have to.
2: No volunteers.
1: Okay, Pam Adamson. Yeah. Awesome. Tell me hey. about actually happy Pam. <laughs> It's this is a little bit scary, and yet um, I'm re- tonight I was ready to write this. <clears throat> I've, I've not been here for a couple of weeks, and um, but tonight I was ready to write this. So, um, I am naturally healthy Pam. Naturally healthy Pam lives in her body. I live in my body I listen to my body I ask my body, mind and spirit what do you need what can I do for us if part of me tries to do or does leave the present I reach out to that part of myself with compassion and love I ask again what do you need what can I do for us Naturally Healthy Pam lives within healthy boundaries with her food, her spending, her time and commitments, her sleep in her relationships. Naturally Healthy Pam expresses herself with her words. She no longer tries to stuff herself or her schedule. Naturally Healthy Pam knows her own value and worth is not based on the scale or any of her accomplishments or anything outside of herself and love that's it. as far as I got
0: that's <clears throat> wow so when you like listening to that Pam like I love that you've included other aspects of your life as well like yeah yeah and so does that How far, like, does that
1: feel good to be thinking about her? It feels very good. I I tell you, I've been wanting to think about her for a long time. I was not able to put the words to it. Um, Wow, now you have. (laughs) Yes. And a a little background, Um, I've just, I've realized um, I was abused as a child. And uh, so I lived out of my body <laughs> for most right. of my so life. So that's a huge <laughs> thing to be able to embody, like to be in your body. And, yeah. and then to be able to live here and also to put it my words. And I have to tell you the work here has really made this next step possible for me. So thank you. And I pray yeah. for everybody. Oh. <laughs> beautiful great so wonderful
0: Pam oh thank you for sharing Pam that was beautiful yeah okay um oh that's yeah that's really great yeah and that idea of like being in our bodies and feeling safe in our bodies and trusting our bodies I think that's a huge one for all of us too it's like not only appreciating but yeah feeling feeling safe that's so great So for everyone, like, now that you have, you've started that, like, this is something that I do all the time is like, just write about who, who am I becoming? And particularly if I'm feeling discouraged, particularly if I'm feeling like I'm not where I want to be, like, I just connect with that vision of who I want to become. And I actually like have a, like a record, like voice notes on my phone. So I like, like write it out. And then I record Um, record it on me reading it on my phone and then I listen to it on my run like not every day but like usually once a week or so just like who is this Jules that I'm I'm becoming um, so that I have that vision so it's top of mind but but it's an exercise you can pull out anytime it's really helpful anytime you're feeling discouraged because you want to like because it just helps you like turn your direction from what's not working and where like this pile of failures to where you want to get to so so just know that you can pull that one out whenever you whenever you want to. and that question like what would you be noticing i actually got that from um, john who's part of the the group i was coaching him yesterday and he's, he was coaching me um so i think that that's a really powerful question to like really tune it into like what because the more detailed you can be with this the better okay so that was our exercise so um i was just wondering like we might start doing some coaching um and just wondering caitlin did you want to coach on the um ta and slowing down on, on that are you able to chat uh, yeah, that be, awesome. yeah that
3: would be great if we could
0: yeah okay so i saw your post in the group and i actually did do, like respond to that in a very long-winded way but do you want to like maybe re rephrase for everyone where you're at and what what the struggle is? Yeah.
3: So um, everything's been going um, pretty well so far on my naturally healthy club journey. And things I found sort of settled into place. And um, that I think in the last couple of weeks around the enough, end, I've realized that some of the things that have been working, I think, have kind of been working because I've been still having this slight restrictive hangover. So things like the meal planning in particular is a hangover, right? it's just like reverse weight watches in my head. So I'm like, oh, okay, I can control this. So I'm going to meal plan what I eat all day. And then I've got, I found enough hard because it's like, if I don't eat what I've written down, uh, I'm going to get hungry. And I don't, and this thought around this getting hungry. Um, so I've sort of slowed that down and unpicked that a bit, but One of the suggestions that, Jules, you had was kind of in the moment when I'm overeating or when I'm finishing the plate, um, what are the thoughts around that? And it's kind of I don't know whether I've just got it's too scary to go to what the thoughts are because I've never given it any oxygen Yeah. or I don't have the space or time. I've got young kids running around and that kind of thing. Or is that an excuse? Probably um, to go, well, what? is that thought one of the things I've written down I've added into my daily practice was um I think it was in our daily podcast it was like the urge to eat when you're no longer hungry is a helpful signal that you need there's an emotion that needs processing Yeah. so I've been writing that down and I completely believe it I think that urge is is telling me but I just don't know how to do this next bit like I don't know how to process that emotion do you know what I mean so I the thought is It's almost like a bit of a panic and it's a little bit like some of it is the waste thing. I don't, you know, there's only two bites left. I know other people have that problem as well. It seems silly just to save two bites or whatever, but I think I I rationalise that. It's something else about being worried about being hungry later, but I've made this plan that I'm not going to eat after this meal, so that's all I'm going to have for the rest of the night. Yeah, right. Cluster of thoughts and I can't quite unpick them to process them because I've never, I've just always just kept going, you know, this is such a new skill to slow this thought, emotion, action down. I go straight from, well, I just skip thought and emotion. I just go straight to action. So it's been really interesting. Like I'm aware of it, but I don't quite know if there's a what I should do in the moment. I feel like I should remove myself to give my brain space, but it's, it's sort of hard in a meal setting, particularly with your family around, or you know when there's a cheese platter around. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, Caitlin So there's kind of two parts to it, I think. Like the, the one is the, the thought is I'm going to get hungry later, and then want it, but wanting to stick to your plan of not eating later. So that's yeah. like one one thing. But then there's yeah. also that, like, that it's going to feel uncomfortable to stop. And the, like, so there's like, like, I think there's a little bit of fear around feeling the discomfort or feeling what and or feeling whatever that is going to come up. Like, because it's a bit unknown, I guess. It's probably more fear, fear of the unknown. So there's yeah. kind of two parts to it. And both of those together are making you like go, dude, I just want to keep eating. <laughs> like
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's, it's easier just to keep eating. And I'm so I'm much more used to dealing with the uncomfortable physical feeling rather than the yeah. uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, emotional.
3: Yeah. I, mean. I yeah. can deal with the full tummy, beating myself up, going, oh, screwed up today again. Like that's totally so, standard. W- like I know I'll move on that, you know.
0: Yeah, and cool, and that's, like, good to recognise that and, and you can just go, like, because that's what's practised and that's what you know. So yeah. what we want to do is, like, just get, start to practise this idea that it's actually safe for me to feel whatever it is. Like, it's safe for me to feel negative emotion and that, like, that you can handle it. So... Do you, do you, like when I say that does does that feel like that you that it's something that you can do or does it feel like yeah. no 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 no
3: no no I, I think I think it can it's interesting like you know how when you start thinking about something the universe kind of gives you a whole lot of other ways of practicing it <laughs> and I noticed that you know I've started trying to do because naturally healthy Caitlin doesn't lie in bed at night before she goes to bed watching Netflix Um, or something else. So there's all these other kinds of things like naturally healthy doesn't do that. So every now and then when I'm feeling inspired, I'm trying to do a little bit of yoga before bed, just kind of 10 minutes or whatever. And I've been doing yin yoga, which is the whole thing of like holding a pretty uncomfortable pose and just going, just be uncomfortable and you'll be okay. You're not going to die, breathe into it. So I feel like I I can get that in my practice, and some of it's like really painful. Um,
0: yeah, my brother does that.
3: Yeah, and it's and but that's when I'm kind of alone in my room. My kids have gone to bed. I've created this space, but I can't quite create the same physical or mental space at a meal time. That's the bit where I feel like there's too much going on. Um, and I feel like I've almost set myself up where I can only properly self-care without distraction, Ah, uh, which is yeah. a self-limiting belief, isn't it? I know yeah. that now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're, if you're telling yourself, like, I can do this, but only if there's no distractions around. Yeah then what happens is you can do it when there's no distractions around. So it's great that you've got that yin practice. So, you know, that you can feel physical discomfort and yeah. Yeah. And so we just want to like question that belief, like that thought that like, I can only do this when there's no distractions. Cause like the thing is that there's like, there's like, you know, you feel feelings when, when there's, when you're with your family, like you feel feelings that like when you're at, the dinner table with them hey like yeah like, yeah
3: and I think that's the it becomes a bit too I know a few of us have been talking in circle about the voices the voices yeah, get yeah, really yeah. loud at mealtime yeah there are these competing voices about you know there's you know it's like the, the devil and angel on your shoulders almost but there's also the ones that are talking to me about finish this or do this or stop when you've had enough and it's like am I full am I full I don't know if I'm full and then compounded with watching my kids like peg food on the floor and my husband just inhaling it (laughs) what kind of am I responsible like you know it's there's just so it's so layered at meal times and particularly you know if there's a meal that I've really thought about preparing and you know done the mental load of the shopping and this and that and you know it ends up you know the Jack Russell's eaten half of it because then it's sort of you sort of bubble over with all these different kind of frustrations so I feel like my own little voice that's telling me you can calm down and you can pause and you can listen to your body is drowned out by everything else a little bit
0: yeah yeah and of course like of course it's like it's easier when you distraction free, but it's also yeah. possible when like it's it's possible to tune into that that voice, Caitlin. Like and it's really just it's a matter of pause. It's it's really a matter of pausing and looking looking for that part of Caitlin. Like and yeah. the cool thing is like it like can literally take 30 seconds to do it. Like so you've got the crazy meal, but you just pause and get into the habit of pausing as you're going through the meal and just just ask what am i noticing and it could be oh my god i'm frustrated with the Drake russell or the kids are like driving me crazy like whatever it is but just taking just getting into the habit of 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 tuning in in between the in within the chaos
3: yeah no I, i think you're right and as you were saying that it does make me feel like i'm sure you know as a lot of us parents feel even joining the Naturally Healthy Club felt like something that you can't you never prioritize your own self-care when you've got young kids or you know you've got elderly parents you're looking after or whatever. So I feel like that self-limiting belief of going, I can't even eat a meal or I can't, I can't control what I put in my mouth because I've got kids running around is um, that's old
0: Caitlin. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And so that's yeah, we love of, old Caitlin. She's done oh, a search oh, as well, yeah. She did the best
3: she could, but I feel like we can shed that now. And and even when you were saying that, I feel like actually pausing in that moment actually might help a lot of those voices and a lot of like.
0: It will, yeah.
3: So you know, maybe that taking a breath, maybe maybe the dog eating those expensive lamb cutlets will feel funny.
0: No, yeah, no. Okay, that would really drive me insane. But <laughs> no, I'm colored, seriously. <laughs>
2: I know, totally, right.
0: Um, yeah, then I think it's, it's like tuning into the possibility, Caitlin, of what you just said there. Like, like, yeah, yeah. I just need to pour, I can pause, and it's possible. It's possible to, to, yeah. And also, like, when I learned to do this in this chaos. I'll be able to do it anywhere. Like it won't matter what the universe throws at me. Like,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. And I think it's like that. I think you've discussed it before. You know that sort of habit bundling, or it's not quite habit bundling, but the pause can actually um, be a solution for a few problems as well. You know, yeah, yeah. Or a few that throw up around meal times. I mean, I think you know. To unpack it a little bit i mean i'm from a you know one of those big family fast eaters like we had big family there were never leftovers yeah I, yeah i've got
0: you, six, a, six. you fought for <laughs> food competitive <laughs> food environment yeah
3: and um even now it's the same like this i've got you know two sons and a, and a husband and so it's like just and i feel like i'm the one that prepared this and i spent time thinking about it and i want to enjoy it but they're going to eat it all <laughs> So and that's okay. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah, and then it's it's interesting to kind of go back to the scarcity things. It's not a thing, but uh, it is just kind of working out. Well, giving myself permission to pause. I think even in the chaos.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, that
3: I can um, step away from that, even just mentally.
0: Yeah, and that's it. Is it's a mental pause, like it's like just checking in with, like, okay, what what's what's going on for me. And it's like you yeah. might want to like just start doing it like when you first sit down before you start eating, like what's going on for me? And when yeah. we do the feelings challenge, that's essentially the work. It's just like, what what am I noticing? And then yeah. like quarter of the way through your plate, like what am I noticing? And yeah. Just, yeah. And the, the more pauses that you that we put in, like the the more opportunity there is to notice what's going on. And to then then like pay and then tune into the the competing voices. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can, like, you have agency over them. Like you can direct them. You can direct the conversation. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. But if, until like, if you don't have the pause and you don't have the awareness, you can't change the conversation. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I guess that's, that's that thing. It's back to that negative bias. If I tell myself I don't have, Time to pause. I don't have space to pause. My life's chaotic. Then it becomes chaotic, right? Yeah, you
0: create what you. You become what you think about. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and it's like it's safe for me to pause, and I, it's worth it for me to pause.
3: Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and then I think like the other piece, um, Caitlin, around. I'm gonna get hungry later, like. That's an easy solution to that you just like say whatever food is left on your plate like you can put that put that in the fridge put it away and the deal is like if you do get hungry later you've got that food to go and eat like so it's like no dramas like you don't have to eat it now and that's part of your plan and my plan is that if I like I'll stop when I've had enough at dinner and then but if I do get really hungry later and I really want it then I can go and eat what i like I can go and eat whatever I put aside.
2: Yeah.
3: I was thinking, Jules, I, with the planning thing um, to try, I, is it, do people ever, or would you recommend like putting in kind of like contingency snacks? Like if I am hungry, I give myself permission to eat this, but then you don't need to do it. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Plan, yeah, but yeah. you just plan it in saying, yeah, like I, I'm going to, this is my plan. If I need this, like I'll have this, but if I don't, then I don't. Like yeah, for sure.
3: I think I might experiment with that because I feel like I have been going, this is my plan, this is what I'm going to eat. And I'm and I'm good about sticking to it, that I've got this kind of restrictive veil on it. It's kind yeah, of like
0: Yeah, this- yeah. 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 So you want to make the plan really doable. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So and I and I sort of feel like if I did have kind of, well, I'll put this snack in after dinner in case I'm hungry, or I can eat leftovers in case I'm hungry. I do really feel like 99% of the time I'm not going to be hungry,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it gives you that safety net, yeah. And it's yeah. going to help that, it's going to help those voices in the moment at, when you're actually at the table to because it's going to soften it because it's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, we are going to be able to eat this later, so it's okay, I'm not going to miss out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Does that feel good for today, Caitlin?
3: Feels really good, actually. Um, it's amazing when you start saying things out that loud; that's connected a
0: bit more. Yeah, so- yeah, so helpful. That's what coaching's all about. It's like magic. <laughs> awesome. Hey, um, Sue, did you want to coach on the leftovers? Because that was something that I think would probably um, you you'd mentioned that that's a that's a bit of a problem. Or are you feeling okay about it? Um,
4: Jules, I think I'm I'm aware of what I do and probably <laughs> why I do it. I mean, looking at where I'm coming from, I was brought up by parents who had grown up through the depression. So when I was a child, and they were they were not they were pretty hard up. I mean. In fact, I'd say say by modern standards, they were below the poverty line. Um, wasting food was a big, big no-no. You ate what was on your plate, whether you liked it or not. And if, they needed, if you needed a bit of reinforcement about that, you were reminded about the starving Being children, children in, in India China.
0: China. <laughs> <You ate them. laughs> yeah, I heard about you them the too.
4: <laughs> I remember one day saying to my mother after she had served up chocos yet again because we had a choco that swallowed the back fence, the dunny and the pool shed, That I hated chocos. And so mum came out with the, think about the starving children in India. And I said, well, they can have my chocos. I hate
1: them.
4: (laughs) I'd be deep shit for that. But you've always, you've sort of had this, you will not waste food drummed into you. And I I can remember when I was a child. Mum would hold my nose so that I would have to open my mouth and then shovel the food down. Oh, right, okay. (laughs) Um, And I I know where she was coming from. She could hardly afford to put it on the table at times. Yeah, of course. I still have this tendency to be a bit of a human garbage bin.
0: Okay. And so what is is naturally healthy, Sue? Like what is... What, what's her thoughts about this? Because that's okay. Like, if you want to keep cleaning your plate, that's okay, Sue.
4: I don't think I particularly do. But uh, take Sunday, for instance, we had my daughter's birthday. And it was left out of cheesecake. And I thought, ah, oh, no-one wanted to take it home. And I thought, well, if I put it in the fridge, I'm going to eat it. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to get up tomorrow and think, oh, this cheesecake in the fridge so what did I do? I ate. I ate. I stuffed myself with cheesecake after everybody had gone home and got rid of it because then it wasn't a
0: problem. Ah, right, right. That old chestnut.
4: I totally skewed thinking about food and leftovers.
0: Yeah. So, would like look, this is really good, Sue, to have a really specific, concrete example. So, like knowing, like living through that now, <laughs> like. Next time you're in that situation, like what would you like to do differently? Like what? How would naturally healthy syrup handle that?
4: Uh, well, I had two furry volunteers that would have loved to have eaten it, but it's no not good for them. Um, yeah, I could have put it in the compost bin, but I don't think that cheesecake necessarily compost. compost no, well. no. Um, I could have bought a smaller cheesecake, but that was the smaller one, the smallest one they had. I could stand over my family and say, "You're not eating all those mains as desserts to follow."
0: <laughs>
4: um, yeah. Tell them they're not having any sweets because I don't want any sweet leftovers. <laughs> it's a tricky one.
0: Yeah. So th- there's, op- there's options. Hey, like, because you could have put, put it in the freezer. And you you, and you could have decided like if if you if you really like the cheesecake, so you could have decided to have cheesecake like during the week, like you could have had I
4: didn't really think it was the most marvelous cheesecake. Right, right. But it was fair and I couldn't waste it. Right, okay. Well let's question that thought. Put it in the freezer and well, um cheesecake ice blocks, I can eat those. Yeah. So it's not really
0: different, is that?
4: Oh, excuse me, that'll be my vet done.
0: Okay. You no, know, you take it too. Awesome. Yes. You need to go. Okay. Okay. Yes. Now we've got a few minutes. Does anyone else want to coach before we, before we wrap up? Does anyone raise hands? Does anyone got anything that they want to, I know Mel, you'd posted in. Oh, Cynthia. Yeah. Um,
2: I I'm, was I'm just going to add uh, that I liked what Caitlin said about all her um, voices. Chaos and all the, you know, what you do and all that, and because I've had that a lot. I have, you know, four children, and then the one has um, cerebral palsy. And then when he was little, when he was tiny, and my husband would be at work, and I would feed, I, I would, you know, fix supper, and we would sit around, and so me and all four of my children. And so when when Charles when when Cole was born, my youngest, Charles was about three-ish so but Charles needed as much help you know as uh, well as, Cole was probably yeah. Cole was probably a little older you know at, at the table you know but when we were doing you know when I was helping them with their spoon and their food and, and all that if I had to f- help them eat Yeah. It was like, okay, when does Cynthia get to eat? You know, it was just like, it was almost like having twins, you know, and this one, this one gets a spoonful, this one gets a spoonful. And then I finally get a spoonful and there was nobody helping me because my husband was at work and it's just, at least it's a memory now. It's good. But, but, um, but it was very chaotic and it reminded me also when Caitlin was talking that I had a friend before I had children, I think I might've been pregnant with my very first child. Um, and, uh, but I remember we had neighbors and they were our friends and, um, we lived in Mississippi at the time that doesn't matter, but she had two little girls and she and her husband had two little girls and I would go visit them and she would, she would not eat with her family, the mom, right. My friend. Because she and she told me, she said, I found it's just a lot less stressful if I don't actually eat with them. She sat at the table yes. with them. Yeah, and, yeah. But That's that was always an option, when, isn't it? Yeah. Once I had my babies, you know, once I had my children and it got more and more hectic and chaotic, I was like, okay, now I know why Ann did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so sometimes, <laughs> I, if I think ahead, sometimes I do that myself. I'll either put myself off or, and, you know, make sure and eat, or I will eat before and say, it's kind of like that oxygen mask thing. On yeah, the that's a great thought. Ad- administer, yeah. <laughs> administer the oxygen mask to yourself first, you know, before your child. So anyway, I, have, I still need to practice on that, but it's, it's good. I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, I can see these things better and better as I go on. And I do do, I, I do a lot of not good self-talk and that can be for another day, but I also, oh, you,
0: do you want to, yeah, do you want to talk on this? Did you want to quote well, on I anything, mean,
2: Cynthia? I mean, well, uh, sure. Across the whole, you know, whole, my whole life, I think I've always just sort of um, not treated myself nicely with my faults. Well, you shouldn't have done that, or you messed up on that or, you know, whatever. I mean, it doesn't, it's not just food. And um, anyway, it, but yeah, I need help with um, getting to a better place with how to talk you know nicer to myself and support myself and i'm getting there i'm seeing little gains on all that Great. but i do know that it's a it's a thing yeah, that I and, yeah. Have- and
0: what you want is, it's again it's putting in the pause and just noticing cynthia yeah. so when you notice that you're being yourself up and you're being mean like the mean mean is yeah. there you want to go hang on mean cynthia girl we're not going to listen let you run, run run this show anymore and like you know, you can and just just remember that you can choose again in any moment. So you can choose. Okay, hang on, let's write and just like don't make yourself wrong for don't don't give me and Cynthia like you don't need to make her wrong for turning up because she's well practiced. You just want to <laughs> go, hey, Mean Cynthia you know we've kind of you've had your time <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like there's yeah. another there's another option here how can we and just ask like how can i like choose and how can i become To kind? how can we bring in kind cynthia and get her to right
2: into, right. into, this,
0: into this conversation
2: well, i appreciate that and i do see her emerging kind cynthia. Yeah, and, and <laughs> and the, was, more, the more compassionate airtime, cynthia
0: yeah compassionate yeah. cynthia like the more airtime you like the more you just, it's just, it's noticing when, when mean Cynthia is in the, in the house and you go, okay, just pause mean Cynthia. Like, let's see what compassionate Cynthia has to say. Cause mean yeah, Cynthia yeah. like is well-practiced at speaking up and she wants to talk, talk, talk. So we need to like remind her to like, so she's had her yeah. say, it's time for compassionate yeah. Cynthia. Yeah. And that's, that's the work Cynthia. And it's like, it sounds like you've already started, which is awesome. Just reminding that's for
2: everyone. Yeah, I've gotten a oh. good start. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks
2: to everybody for all the input, like in those departments. And thanks to you, Jules. I do recognize it more. And I do talk to myself out loud. I mean, I'm like in the kitchen, I'm getting something. I'm like, no, it's okay. You know, (laughs) I'll tell myself it's okay. You know, whatever. I just need to get, you know, more percentage of those (laughs) thoughts And and words. Yeah. And that will happen. Yeah.
0: And actually, yeah. that reminds me before we wrap up,
2: does that feel good for today, Cynthia? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to share with everyone like, um, a, like a resource that's in the resources section and it's um, called an acceptance meditation. So, this is something that I got from my marriage coach when I coached with her um, last year. Yes, last year, early last year. And I'd done it, it was, this was something I was like, had that I was saying to myself every day and it was really really helpful and then I forgot about it and I remembered about it recently so I thought I wanted to I just wanted to share it with you because it's particularly when like the world is as it is you know there's war and the you know stuff going on just a reminder about acceptance is is really helpful so the um, acceptance meditation goes today I will practice acceptance um, today I will accept people situations circumstances and events as they occur I will know that this moment is as it should be because the whole universe is as it should be. I will not struggle against the whole universe by struggling against this moment. My acceptance is total and complete. I accept things as they are in this moment, not as I wish they were. I'll accept myself today with love and compassion. I accept myself. I accept myself. I accept myself. Um, and I also started like saying, like, I accept myself when I look in the mirror just to remind me. Um, and it's a really, really powerful thing to do. So I just wanted to share that with you. For those of you that um, are struggling and you're in, not in a place where you want to be, that leaning into acceptance is a really good first step of going, yeah, this situation sucks, but I am where I am. Like, it's so much better to be in that accepting place because then you can make change. Whereas if you're fighting against and beating yourself up about where you are, it's, it makes it harder to change. So we will end on that note too. And actually that acceptance meditation is from, um, I got it from my marriage coach, but it's actually a Deepak deep Chopra thing, I think. So um, have a great week, everyone. So last week of the Enough Challenge, look
2: forward to seeing in the group and I'll catch you next week. Okay, bye everyone.